0: Grab your bowls and spoons, kiddos. It is now time for the Peanut
1: Butter and Syrup Podcast with your host, Cory, and Don. Three, two.
2: <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Peanut Butter and Syrup Podcast. The only podcast where the goats wear their pants on Sunday because they had no place to put their money.
0: <laughs> I, th- I thought it went in the offering tray at church. I've been to goat church, man. They get a, they get a good offering. It's it's a good thing.
2: Well, this is Corey, one-third of your host. Or it should be one-half or one-third. Brian sometimes That's common talks. core, <laughs> I, I
0: was, I was I'm not sure what just happened. <laughs> like, I'm the root. And I'm not sure what fraction I am anymore. (laughs) One time I was one half and I've been reduced to one third. (laughs) Even though three sounds like a bigger number, it's not.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And the man with the plan that keeps the audio going is Mr. Brian. Hey. We're giving him one more credit this time. Just a little bit. I'm trying to figure his shirt
0: out. It says Y-O-B. And does it mean you only blow? (laughs) Or is is that what...
2: No, he just, he just walks around going, yob yob, 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 yob,
0: yob. Is that kind of like I Am Groot? Is that the same yes. thing? Oh, okay. exactly.
2: Okay, before we start talking, I have heard something today that's nasty.
0: Oh, this is what you brought up at dinner. You were going <laughs> to drop on this during the podcast. Somewhere
2: okay. in Scotland.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> is Scotland like Florida for Europe? <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> I still kept feeling this is the direction <laughs> it's going to go.
2: Somewhere in Scotland, they have made mayonnaise-flavored ice cream. That's unnecessary. Oh, that's, not, that's not. It is a true thing. They're doing well, it. They're doing
0: ketchup ice cream in in America. I'm, I, man. Come on, really? You brought this up at dinner, and I was like, oh god, I can't wait to hear it. And now it's <laughs> mayonnaise ice cream. Really?
2: Dude, this sounds nasty. I love mayonnaise, and love ice cream, but not together.
0: No, you like white creamy stuff, but it's not mayonnaise. <laughs> it is. It is not made from egg.
2: Well, well fine. I thought it was a nice what from from, the fuck, and you guys are like. Well, i like to jerk off in mayonnaise. <laughs>
0: <All> Only <of> yours. <laughs> I was pretty sure that's why I was disinvited and you took away my key. <laughs> like, this is the lumpiest and yet creamiest mayonnaise I have ever had.
2: Wow. I, this may not work with a topic today. I don't know.
0: <laughs> well.
2: How can you be an adult and be childish at the same time?
0: Considering Brian's <laughs> going to drop the topic oh, yeah. on us here in a minute, we will uh, we'll know
1: in any moment. I was going to talk about the misconceptions of adulthood since Corey's struggling to figure it out. <laughs> I don't
0: I- Clearly, you know, this is the guy that prides himself on being weird. And then his bombshell is mayonnaise flavored ice cream. Like,
1: like <laughs> I've heard
0: I'm so, a million
1: times weirder things. It's just regular conversation. Yeah. It wasn't, a, it
0: wasn't a, all right, look, man, I know we're eating dinner. We're going to do our podcast in a moment. And I'm not going to give you any clues to this what the fuck moment. I'm going to save it.
2: I'm I'm 45 going on three. All right, what well, we're going to talk about? Well, again? Well, and
0: that's what we're going to get to talk about at some point. I hope. Is, yeah. Is is, is right. the fact that we are still little kids? So, as we said, Brian is going to drop our subject on us, and I think he came up with the misconceptions of adulthood. Yeah. Which. <laughs> Just hearing the topic makes you think, what does that what are you talking about? What does that really mean? Where are we going with this? And I think to me what it means, and I'm sure Brian and Corey probably either share or have a different opinion, I think it means what you thought adulthood was going to be when you were a kid, and the further along you get into this made up thing of adulthood, which is a joke, that's what you realize. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's nothing real. Why do you think I
2: made bad jokes?
0: Because you... I don't know. Luckily, you're musically talented.
2: And you, cause
0: your comic genius is uh, like a negative three on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> I'm just glad you don't write my material. That's that's all I got to say, because I guarantee you I'd go home with free tomatoes. Every time.
2: See, if you thought of the positive, you'd have free tomatoes.
0: Yeah, but they'd be pureed on my face. <laughs> and yes, that's a segue <laughs> into something nasty. I understand that.
2: He sets c- up the serve <laughs> and heat. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, that was slow pitch softball if you weren't watching at home, folks.
2: It's misconceptions of being an adult. Oh no, the
0: misconceptions of adulthood, not being an adult.
1: Yeah. But what. What did you think it was going to be? So when you were, a, were a kid. disappointed?
0: When you were a kid in school looking outside the window because the teacher was talking about something you didn't care about, and you had this vision of adulthood and being an adult, what you thought it was then compared to what you've realized it is now. because my And that's why I say the misconception, because you had a concept of what you thought adulthood was going to be, and it I, is nowhere near what I thought it was going to be, in, in a good way. Honestly, I've come to realize it's in a good way. I think um, in some
2: ways my idea was everybody is supposed to be, get up, go get a job, get married, go have kids. And I fought every one of those, like, never cared about getting married, don't care about having kids. I mean, I got a career, quote, unquote, or I have a job that I've done for 20 years.
0: Careers are another farce that we'll <laughs> discuss at a later time.
2: But, I mean, like, that's the conception. It's like you are supposed to do the same thing everybody else is doing. And uh, I, never really followed that plan, so I don't know. What other home ownership has been kind of a, you know, you're supposed to own your own home. It's the best thing for it. Now I've gone going through selling my condo at the moment, and maybe that's its own.
1: Right,
0: know. but as a kid, I mean, you th- you, you didn't th- look out of a window in school and think, "Cool, one day I'm gonna own a house." That that was the furthest thing from your mind when you were nine years
2: old. No, I man, I just thought that was that's what you're supposed to do. Well,
0: yeah, but there, there's, there's got to be like, okay, and maybe I should take this, and maybe drop what I'm thinking because maybe that'll help yeah, put in the context. My, my, understanding. So was I? I was a kid, and I'm sitting in, let's say, science class because it was on the ground floor, had a lot of windows, and I can't remember that crusty old bitch's name. <laughs> I do recall she got upset that I wouldn't say ma'am, and she said, "Can you say ma'am?" I said, "Yep." And she said, get in the hall. I said, yep, and win the hall. But I would look out of the window and I thought, I'm trapped at school. I'm confined. I'm not being able to use my imagination. I'm not even then I didn't feel like schoolwork was easy. Only times I didn't get good grades is when I was bored and didn't care. If I put any effort at all in, I could get good grades, but I didn't really care. It didn't get my attention into a level that should have mattered. So as a kid, what I kept thinking is I'm looking out the window and you would see, like say construction was going on, you see a dude in a dump truck, and you think, man, that dude's living it. He's driving around in a dump truck out in the world. Nobody he's in the truck by himself, listening to the radio, nobody telling him what to do. And what you didn't realize is he probably goes home and drinks himself to sleep every night because he's not happy about where he is. He's he's in that same spot that I'm in. He's just older with different things constraining him. So I just thought adulthood was freedom. We all thought that. I can't wait to get out of school and get a job and be an adult and be free.
2: Now, everything that you just said about being in school, I still feel the same way my cubicle now, 40 years later.
0: And, 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 and that's where you and I differentiate or are different is –
2: but I'm trying to get out of that. Right, right. I'm,
0: I've I've done a cubicle thing for a short period of time, and it didn't fit. And I do work outside, and we do have several different projects going on. And I I'm very kind of.
2: But for me, I was like, I know how to do this job. It's easy for me. Well, and that's what and happens to everybody. And
0: that's that's you you get in this little niche, of earning an income, and and you and you paint yourself into a tighter and tighter and tighter corner in life to the point where you're, you've are you built debt, you've built obligations and responsibility, and it's hard to get out of the job because you've built everything around what it's that job pole. provides. Yeah. And then you're afraid to branch out and do anything else because you've got that stability of a shitty job. And But as a kid, you didn't see that. Your conception of being an adult was freedom. And then not only was it freedom that you thought every adult knew everything about everything, and all of them were smart, all of them were very capable, they were all hard workers, and they all universally carried respect. Uh, no, but you had that fault. Yeah. No, I'm not saying it, it well, is so far from the truth, but, but that's yeah. kind of that's what you thought as a kid, because as a kid you looked up to all these teachers. And administrators, and you're like, man, they know so much. They run the school, man. They were just trying not to get busted out for not knowing what they were doing. Well, I, I, I—that's my opinion.
2: Right now, looking up to everybody, I think I questioned everybody so much that I never looked up to them that way. If that makes sense?
0: No, and I did. Mom, as you know, my mom was a big like question everything in life, and thank God she taught me to be that way. Because it's made me go learn and do things and step outside of what I thought I knew and go learn something else. And it's one of the sayings that I have, and I don't know that I actually coined it, but I I kind of put it out there is, If you don't have the faith or if you don't have the ability to question what you believe, how can you have the ability to question what other people believe? No matter what the topic is. Oh, Yeah. But if you don't, if you can't be inter, introspective or introspective about what you think and what you believe, how can you be so judgmental about other people? And it's just like I said, I always thought each progress of my life as a kid. I always thought mom stoner friends that drank and partied on the weekends, and I'd con them out of money when I was eleven playing poker, and they thought it was the cutest thing ever. I, I thought they were an anomaly. I thought they were the outcast. I thought they were the weirdos. And I grew up thinking, I don't want to be that way. And then the Army, I joined it, went through all the training, was very gung-ho, very excited about it, and was impressed by my abilities and my friends' abilities. And I was like, man, we're, this is awesome. Got to regular duty station. It was just another sampling of humanity. And the fact that the guys that told us what to do had no clue and they had the stress as one was going through a divorce. All the things in life that screw you up was screwing them up. And I thought, how is this possible? We're in the Army. Like, you guys are all elite fighting machines, you know? No, it's not true. So, much,
2: G.I. Joe. I know what you mean. <laughs> right.
0: And then when I got out of the Army, I thought, well, I'll get out of the Army. It'll be better. So this natural progression of my life, corporate America, the same thing, has always led me to this same end result of nobody knows anything.
2: Oh no. And I think now with social media people put it out there more. Everybody I know is like they're they feel broken, they can't get their shit together, they can't nothing's right. And I'm like, everybody's this way. If everybody's broken, everybody can't get their shit together, that's called being normal.
1: Right. You're average. Yeah. I if don't want to say it, normal. It makes it weird though, because <laughs> now you have the ability of knowing it's more than just two or three other people that are struggling and they just can't figure it out. Now you know it's thousands and hundreds yeah. of thousands of people are in the exact same boat as you, and it it doesn't I, really uh, well, motivate I would, I would, you very I much.
0: Dare to say, I don't want to say it's everybody, but it's got to be ninety percent of the population is insecure.
1: Oh yeah,
0: doubts their abilities. And just feels like at any given moment, somebody's going to walk into their life and go, you're busted. We know you're a sham.
1: Oh, We're yeah. taking
0: all your shit away. And now you're homeless and jobless.
1: Which is why I make a point when I'm at work when somebody says, oh, nice job. You really know a lot about that I say, I don't I don't know anything about this. I'm just pretending. Oh. That way when they say you're busting, they'll be like, I warned you I was pretending. <laughs> I did the exact you same. You can't bust me. I'll
0: get clients that'll go, well, you're the expert. And I'll say, no. No, no. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. I've been doing what I do since I, st- I started at 13 because I wanted to get a dirt bike. <laughs> <laughs> And I got a job hanging drywall. And I never realized that this is where I was going to end up. But I've been doing construction work and contracting and stuff off and on for most of my life. And I know a lot about a lot, but I'm not an expert. And that's one of the reasons I go, look, I'm a good guide, I'm a good reference point, and I can find you the answers that you need. And we don't, we have smartphones. You don't have to be an expert. I mean, I had a building inspector tell me that today. He goes, do you have the international building code from 2012? I was like, why? I have Google. <laughs> He yeah. goes, well, it's on page. I was like, no, 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 dude. What you don't understand. This is, and this is a guy I've known for about a decade or more now. I said, I just Google building code stuff because it takes me directly to the page. So, like I said, the biggest thing for me about the misconception of adulthood is you expected to grow up, become an adult, and be in this this group of smart, hardworking, self-motivated, confident people and it's an it's it's this like
1: well that's the hard part it's a
0: crazy mishmash of just emotions and damaged
2: people and well there's i've had this weird realization as i've gotten older you know growing up always been the quote-unquote weird one and the mom says i marched my own drummer because i always did what i wanted to do i mean everybody's like oh is a weird one i mean you've heard it but here's what well, they daily.
0: thought you were the weird one. That's what I always thought was cool. Because I guess they were, I mean, based on my my situation, they were like, well, he can feed himself and he doesn't shit his pants. He's probably doing okay. But you
2: know what I mean, because I've always done what I, I out do. Out of your group, yes, yes, you've
0: been, you were well, the odd man. Well, out. even
2: even with your family, like still kind of just do my thing. I've always don't care. I don't care if you like it. But what I'm getting at is as I've gotten older and everybody – Oh, he's the weird guy. As I got older, I was like, I'm more normal, or I'm normal what normal should be. I'm 45. I don't have a bunch of ex wives. I don't have illegitimate kids. I've never been in jail. I've never been in a fight. I, I see. I've never. Oh, we're going to fix that fight. We're going
0: to fight next episode.
2: Well, I've, <laughs> look, I, I have a job. I own my own house. I own my own car. I don't have a drug or an alcohol addiction or anything like that. I'm we like, can
1: fix that one too.
2: But I'm sitting there going, everybody keeps going, oh, you're the weird one. It's like, no, I'm what normal should be. And that's my misconception of what.
1: I think it's weird that you don't have those problems because I think it's more normal. It makes you the weirdo. Yeah. You are. I mean, it's kind
0: of like. But like,
2: I, to me, that's what normal should
1: right? be. But
0: it's kind of like Beth and I. I think we talked about it last time and maybe we didn't, maybe this I'm thinking it's something from stand up, but we talk about we've been we just celebrated our 23rd anniversary if you want to use the word celebrate. We we did celebrate. Ju- celebrate. We celebrate <laughs> our 23rd. <laughs> but what we talk about is we have hardcore discussions sometimes where we need to talk on serious subjects to to progress us as people and those are hard discussions to have sometimes because they become emotional. But that's what you have to do as a couple. You work together. You're on the same team, and occasionally a team has to have a meeting and go, "Look, man, we're not reaching our goals. How do we?" Yeah,
2: how do, do we do a that? And we usually high five, and yeah, I've always had
1: girls so look at me funny. Kid, I want a
2: high five after sex. They always look at me funny.
1: Well, it's because I you, usually start with the low five. But whatever you guys. I mean, based like, on well,
2: what most well, girls are a little slow.
0: Based on what I think, based on what I think your performance is, I can see why they don't want a high five. They're just like, I just want to go and. I act like this never happened. Um,
2: hey man, they got their money. I don't care. But anyway, what we
0: talk about is we feel like we're the weirdos because we're still married after twenty three years. We actually have a healthy relationship. We care about each other. We still work together as a team. She goes to work with me some days. I hang. We spend a lot of time together as a couple, and we still want to do more of that. So it's it's weird that you you can. It's the same side of the same coin or two sides of the same coin. One side you can say you're the normal, but you can flip it over and say, well, no, based on societal demographics, uh, statistics, demographics, oh, yeah. whatever. Well, you
1: guys think it's weird you've been married so long. I have multiple friends that most of my friends that I went to college with, they're now also my age they're in the 30s. I've had friends that got married before they were 21, and it didn't even make it to 25.
0: Gee, I wonder why.
1: And then they've already gotten their second marriage. They're not even 30 yet, and they've been married twice, and y'all have been married for 23 years. It just doesn't seem normal.
0: It doesn't. That's what I'm saying. Like, you can say it's normal. Like, well, a normal relationship is a long-term relationship, but it's not. It's kind of the weirdos. And and that's why I say, like, the mis... And that's uh, so... The misconception that I had of adulthood based on my childhood was all marriages don't work. You shouldn't have kids because you ruin them when your marriage doesn't work. And and I got married, and we did have a kid, and she's awesome. And, yeah, we screwed her up, but we didn't screw her up because we fought in front of her. We got divorced, and we were petty and used her as a tool between the two of us as divorcees. So it's a a lot of shit that I thought about as a kid. The stuff that I thought was bad, that was going to be bad, turned out to be good. A lot of the stuff that I thought was going to be cool, turned out to be bad. And it's, like I said, I thought, and all kids think this, adulthood is freedom. It is so far from the truth. Oh, yeah. The cool part about America, or anywhere, you build your own prison. You really build your, I mean, as an adult, you build your own prison. And it's through, like, relationships, debt, obligations, responsibilities. You build your own captivity. You orchestrate how that works. And I didn't realize that as a kid, and I see it more. And it's funny because I have done this time and time again with people that call themselves professionals. I burned them to the ground and made them look stupid because they didn't even know their own rules and the more that happened the more i realized is okay if i just walked into this situation read your rules that you play by every day and i made you look bad and i can do this consistently with other people nobody plays by the rules it's not that i'm significantly smarter than everybody it's nobody plays by their rules they're used to Saying things and, and and they're in a point of authority, so they're used to everybody just. Well, he obviously knows he has this job.
2: No, no, <laughs> that's not true. What's that, what's that meme that's floating around? It's um, Kent walk them through with the uh the Third Reich. There's Big Bird in the marching in it. It's like when you lied on your resume, but you still got the job. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking from experience, I have lied to get jobs before because I knew they weren't going to turn you loose. I mean, and
2: you're tall about Big Bird, you know. but you know, but that's the thing
1: Big though, Bird does look cases, up to me. You don't think, like you just said, you don't think they're going to just set you loose. I've been in environments where people lied on their jobs, and within minutes, we're like, you lied, you're done. Right, that's it. Like. Working, you got to be able to carry the lot. Yeah. Working in sports and a guy couldn't find the power button on his camera. You're going home, dude. It's 2 hours to kick off and you couldn't turn your camera on. We sent him home. We said we'll call you when we need you,
0: which was never. Exactly. Cuz you can't turn a camera
1: on. Yeah. Cuz how can we how can we trust you? Right? How are you a camera guy if he can't turn a camera on? Cuz he lied on his resume.
0: <laughs> right. Well, interesting story and I heard this about my grandfather is in World War 2. Um, He didn't get drafted for the military. I think he was too old, but they needed shipbuilders. And the first day, they are all rallying around having this giant meeting with all these people out here going to build ships. And they said, who can read blueprints? Uh -uh. And he he looked around and only a couple people have put their hands up. And he threw his hand up. He had no idea. But what he knew was, chances are there was somebody that knew how to read blueprints that didn't want to be in charge. And he would get one of them on his team, and they would teach him to read blueprints. Oh. And that's exactly what worked out. He had a guy, and and he faked all of it until he learned it. And he's just like, "Look, man, you know what's going on. I'm just going to deal with this stuff over here. You run this. And that Give, one, we're give we're me doing. if you need me." And that's <laughs> and it's and it's stories like that that I hear that you can take away a lot of things from that story. One is it right now. Right,
2: <laughs> is we don't know how to do a podcast. We're just faking it.
0: <laughs> nobody knows. Nobody's an expert on anything
2: or relationships. <laughs> like, okay,
0: if you're into, if you're into, you know, an expert on nuclear power plants, I will. Say, I there's going to be people that can be qualified as an expert. Oh yeah, but expert on life relationships.
1: Oh, uh, that's all bogus. Well, what's, what's
0: funny is okay. So we did the midlife crisis podcast. And because of that, I've gotten some feedback from people who've listened to it and said, hey, New York Times just did an article the same day y'all were recording that. Not when we released it, but when we were recording it. And we had no idea it existed, and I read through it and all that stuff. And then so it made me research. Midlife crisis, and then I was trying to figure out what's after that because we made the joke like if you were, yeah. Good, no, yeah,
1: no, like like if you were trying to do crazy
0: stuff when you were sixty, and somebody goes, well, uh, you're going through a midlife crisis. I'm like, really? You think I'm gonna make it to one hundred and twenty? That's a thing. Like, I know. I'm not sure you understand the concept, but but so I started looking up, and it was like seven signs you may be going through a midlife crisis. Well, there was like ten articles, and they were all different. Yeah. All, which one of those
2: is right? The one that has well, Rochambeau in it.
1: The one that's right's the one that you click. <laughs>
0: Dynamite. <on. laughs> I'm just saying, dynamite's the ultimate winner because <laughs> it burns through paper. I know that's not a thing for a lot of people, but it burns through the paper.
2: Um, I thought gonorrhea burned through paper.
0: No, it's only when you pee. <laughs> Did, so, when your boyfriend was going in for treatments, he didn't explain that to you. <laughs>
2: uh, <laughs> Anyway, how could they get their money? I don't care.
0: Anyway, so that's what I'm saying. Like,
2: (laughs) that's another misconception. Smoke
0: adulthood (laughs) is the greatest illusion ever created. Because, all right, so look at it this way when people farmed, they didn't really, there wasn't this preconception of adulthood. You just grew up and you worked on the farm. You were older and you worked on the farm. You got married or. Found a relationship or whatever, built a cabin, and you worked the farm. That was it. As long as you could provide for yourself, interact with your neighbors, and survive. That was real adulthood. What we have now, and even then it wasn't even called adulthood. You were just you were doing grown-up things. Yeah. It was it was considered being a grown-up.
2: Yeah.
0: I don't even think the word adult <laughs> existed
1: then. No, it's gotta be modern. And but now.
0: You don't have to do anything. If you can, especially with a phone, you can sit on the couch and survive. Oh, I do that. No, no, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, they will bring your groceries to you. They'll bring food to you. Don't tell me that. <laughs> you can pay all your bills on if you have money. You can pay your bills with your phone. So adulthood has turned into the smoke and mirror thing that you get credit because of the number of years I can who feel survived. the
1: millennial joke coming. No, 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 no. Because I thought you were about to start talking about you get a pat on the back if you wake up the next morning or something like. Everybody that. does. That's yeah. the
0: funny part is everybody wants to make fun of, and we do, and I do it too. We make fun of that everybody gets a trophy. Yeah. But honest to God, every freaking adult for the last forty years has gotten a participation trophy for not fucking dying. That's all it boils down to. Oh, you're 48, you hadn't died, man. You probably know some shit. No, there's a good chance he doesn't. I know. I know plenty of 40, got lucky. 50 year old people that you talk to them and a, and, a, and I feel like the Billy Madison scene. Like at no point in your random incoherent <laughs> speech did you make anything that could be considered a coherent thought. Everyone in this room is dumber for having heard what you said. I have conversations with people like I'm just stop, stop. I feel the dumb coming over me. Like, like it's like you have the herpes and you're getting it on me and it won't wash off. So that's why I laugh because if you really want to boil it down to, a lot of things that, like millennials are getting judged for some real shit. Oh,
2: but yeah. That, but the funny part is. Brian doesn't really count as a millennial.
0: No, no, no.
1: And I'm
2: not saying. I mean, you it. are millennial. Oh, though, yes, yeah. But you're.
1: But I'm not saying it that way. fall under the Wikipedia definition. Yeah. Well, but look at the
0: 60s. They called it, okay, they called it protesting the war.
1: But you could sit
0: back and go, no, they were a bunch of stoner losers that just didn't want to do anything, and they took up purpose in protesting the war to look like they had an agenda and weren't useless. It's all perspective. And anyone that's of age, and I never thought I'd make it past 35. Like, I I'm really not sure what to do with myself at this point (laughs) because, like, that's what we were having a discussion. The kid's in college. Financially, I'm in a decent place. and
2: Well, if we could afford a good hit, man, we can fix that.
0: So that's a topic for another show, because I would love to discuss why I'm not a hitman, especially in the South. I could probably pull it off up north. probably
2: don't want to have that on tape.
1: (laughs) No, it's... I'm texting my lawyer for advice.
0: (laughs) That's cute. Brian thinks he has a lawyer.
1: (sighs) It's just Twitter. (laughs) I need some free legal advice. (laughs)
0: Legal Zoom. (laughs) The... uh,
1: and there's
2: some guy on the, um, the commercial on the TV. The but,
0: but like millennials <laughs> get a bad rap for the basement dweller. You know, that's like the common, oh, cons- yeah. you know, oh, there's a bunch of basement dwelling adult again, talking about misconceptions adult. There's always been basement dwelling losers in every generation
2: oh yeah that's speaking not, of three guys in the basement <laughs> that's not he owns <laughs>
1: his basement
0: yes this is a pretty sweet basement I mean it's not real big but we got some cool shit and god forbid somebody rolled up here wanting to shoot because it's going down but <laughs> or want
2: to work out yeah, work, yeah. We, we could
0: work out play video games or I mean Beth would probably be upset with the indoor shooting but it'd be entertaining for a little while <laughs> <laughs> That way is nothing but concrete block and dirt. Have at it. Just don't hit her beer. Yes, yeah, you know, she'd wipe us all out single handedly <laughs> with a pocket knife if took a beer. But that's what I'm saying. Like every every again, one of the misconceptions of adulthood right now that's going on is adults are projecting this millennial thing of they all got participation trophies, they all basement losers, all this stuff. But all that shit's been going on forever. You just didn't have the internet to expose it. You I know what say, I mean?
2: i listening to, I forgot who it was, some guy, college-age guy, talking to one of the lecturers and saying, oh, your generation, you know, your baby boomer screwed up our generation. Ruined the world. Yes. But then he was like, Every generation says that
1: about yeah. the generation before. Well, ev- every generation says the, it about the generation below and above. And but it's right. just the, a the
0: dynamic never changes. The generation like, behind us is losers. They're soft. They're getting weak. That God forbid we had to go to war. All those things. Yeah. And then the generation that's young and upcoming that has this awakening of, well, holy shit, all this crazy stuff's going on. That has been going on for a couple hundred years yeah. now. They just realize it because they quit watching Barney. And started pit watching adult television, or reading bullshit propaganda on the internet. Well, all you guys ruined it. Everybody before our generation was a bunch of dumbass losers, and you've ruined the planet.
2: Well, it's interesting because the older guy—that's kind of the way it.
1: To, well,
2: the it's okay because you it.
1: only ruined the planet. We ruined <laughs> toilet paper. We ruined fast food. We Straws? ruined. Did we ruin straws? You know, straws, straws,
0: straws have been outlawed. Plastic. I, I was meant to do a little research on this, not for the that. podcast, S- but just for
2: Santa S- Barbara just made it English. Or oh no, no, a, no! You
0: get jail time.
2: Yeah, for what if, having offer, a straw?
0: If you're if you work at a restaurant uh-huh. and you offer a plastic straw to a patron, you can get jail time. Dude, I was memeing that stuff to death today. <laughs> 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 it's, it's so it's so funny.
2: But what was interesting that that. Oh, the thing I watched. Of course, you know the millennials like, "Oh, you baby boomers, rooted." He's like, "Yeah, but we gave you guys civil rights." No, we no, gave no, it, no, 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 no. He was he was rebutting the guy saying, "Well, we gave you all this stuff, and the reason that you're up here telling me I did these things wrong are the things that we gave you that was right."
0: But they're overlooking the obvious. They gave them the platform they have no, to bitch about. No, yeah, no, that, that's what he was. The getting internet. At.
1: Well, our voices phones. are louder now because of the technology of
0: that. that the previous generations created for them to sit around and. And I'm not well, saying this about is radio, universal.
1: They're newspapers, right? Every
2: time a new technology, that they're freaking begging. Alexander Graham Bell, making all those technology and stuff.
1: It made it worse because now you can hear the person when they're <laughs> well, complaining. and it's kind of like those occupy
0: things. Well, here I am going to live on the in the park in the center of the in the center of the city, and complain about the establishment. Via the internet and an iPhone. Which is I, owned
1: and run by the generation so, you're complaining about. So,
0: so put it down, carve it in stone, throw I, it in traffic, and let's see what happens. Well, that's like... <laughs> well, I mean, at that point, I'll take you... If I see you with a chisel and a piece of granite, I'm be like, that motherfucker's serious. Well, that's
2: like the whole... Uh, people selling fuck capitalism shirts. But it's like you're selling the shirt for profit. So that's what, capitalism. Yeah. If you're saying fuck <laughs> capitalism,
0: you better be giving them away. They better be free.
2: Well,
1: or those least... might also be the same people that are pro-socialism. like socialism. It's it's not your T-shirt. It's our T-shirt. So, so Brian, when you
2: go back to the— like, <laughs> but Do I
1: have to buy our T-shirt? I mean, if it's— No, it's, you, it's I know our T-shirt. It's free, but it's your shirt, so yes. but it's our shirt. So, Brian, right. when you
2: go back to the millennials meeting— you know, make sure you have the group millennials Those are, meeting. Go they, ahead and tell them that us old farts are not happy with you guys. So for anybody <laughs>
0: who wants to know, the millennial meetings are the second Tuesday of every month at the old underground Atlanta location. <laughs> Feel free to show up. <sighs>
1: I'm uh, not going. I'll skip that. Bring, bring
0: donuts. <laughs> bring donuts and coffee.
1: Okay, you might have got me on the meeting. <laughs> Brian
0: will be the only dude there other than homeless people. Because isn't Underground Atlanta done now? Isn't it over? It's been
1: homeless since I was little. I That's all I remember. Uh, Masquerades are now. Oh, that's why it's I remember chaperoning
0: apart. a thing to the... Because the World of Coke used to be there, I think, mm-hmm. when it God, first how started. how old are you guys? Do, are you trying to get cut? <laughs> I'm in control. Hand me that box cutter over there real quick. When
2: the podcast goes blank, you know that Brian... You know, I've always out. wondered,
0: like I was cleaning up the basement the other day. I was like, why is this box cutter down here? I just realized why I haven't moved it. Because I was like, Brian might need a tune-up.
2: Like, See, Brian won't live to be an adult.
0: <laughs> who does? But I mean, yeah. and that's the thing. And And I mean, getting back to what we're talking about adulthood, it's all smoke and mirrors. And anybody in, so one of my friends the other day, he was talking about, he has a Camaro and he's got an SS and it's really nice. And he's, he's had a lot of trouble out of it where he's like wanting to claim lemon law stuff on it. And he was joking about getting a Honda and he goes, I guess I'm just catching up to the rest of the adults. I was like, the fact that any self-proclaimed person wants to use the word adult makes them better or superior or no more is a joke. It works for diapers adult diapers but that's a fitment thing that's got really <laughs> the basic function is the same it's a, it's an absorption rate you're still
2: going to get shit on <laughs> oh
0: I don't like shitty crackers I'm just saying <laughs>
2: but, but I'm not even touching that one <laughs> <laughs> well, why would you
1: see and that's the thing is he could say something a million times weirder but he still hit us with the mayonnaise at the beginning right
0: like alright here's the bombshell Mayonnaise flavored ice
2: cream. I'm like, really? And you Dude, know what? Y'all are still talking about it.
0: <laughs> right? Because don't it's,
2: talk about
0: mayonnaise. So it, it's funny. We're only talking about it because it was pathetic. I mean, if it it was so
2: marginal. See, I just set up the whole thing. You were expecting something better, and, and you, know you got what? let okay. down. And that that's adulthood. You yeah. If you, you
1: stole it right on because I was going to bring you expected it full circle. Something
2: better, and you got fucked.
0: Well, at least I got, it got tacos beforehand. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <clears throat>
0: I felt uh, like we needed a, an actual burp in the <laughs> podcast to legitimize it. Like, wait a minute.
2: We are not adults. No but, but I, but
0: that, And there you go. Oh, That's the point. Well, the,
2: here's, I don't know. We obviously had two different versions of growing up. My parents were together. Growing up, I grew up in a church and seeing people in a different light. I didn't notice to see... I don't know. My conception of adulthood was you're supposed to you get married, you stay married, you have kids, you go get a job, you go buy a house, you do all these things, and it's like those people are not happy. You know, it's like and half of them are divorced. I know quite a few got. I know one of my and friends some of them from them college is on his fifth
1: marriage already. And some
0: of them stay together just because they think that's easier.
1: Yeah, or they think they're maybe they're supposed to. keeper to, to keeper.
0: No, no. They just think that <laughs> it's just well, easier. I, it, because, I don't want to be a failure. Yeah. And yeah. If I get a divorce, it means I'm wrong.
1: Well, and that's part of being an adult. I think is also the fear of failure, as well, because you spend all this time trying to accomplish what you thought was adulthood, and all well, you're I, doing is you're just. Well, I think a lot of people like try because They're afraid out. to fail. Well, and yeah. a
0: lot of it is 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 societal expectations of you. You're an adult. You should have your shit together. Why? Nobody else does.
1: Barely anybody does. Nobody
0: does. Okay, if everybody has their shit together, why is every every government office, city, county, the US, everybody broke? If all these people are so smart and they're so highly educated, why is everybody broke? Even people,
1: couples, they they live on credit cards. Which, and that blows me away because as somebody that's single on a single income. I've never understood how it would be possible for two people that both have jobs to run out of money. Because I almost envy those people because now you have twice as much money to and buy the, twice, as toys toys. So twice as many yeah.
0: toys. And you know. the only extra overhead you really have is maybe, you know, because as individuals, you're both going to eat. You're both going to have clothing. You're both going to have a vehicle. But you get the single... Home rental, whatever purchase. Ex- yeah, so you're, you're like saving saving and and so and it's funny because like when Beth and I when we were younger, um, even before Sydney was born, our rule was is our payments couldn't no matter what we had, we could get whatever we wanted as long as one income covered it. That way, hmm. if the other one lost their job, we didn't stress about. Yeah, we've lived very modest compared to I mean our incomes at one time was pretty insane, and we just had fun. Cause again, my as I got older, the more I realized I just want to have a good time, have fun, and this this concept of being an adult, it's horseshit. It's it's what everybody, and that's why I, like one of the things I tell people: just because you take life more serious, it doesn't change the outcome.
2: One thing this kind of goes: <laughs> we all end in the same place. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's. Part of going to that midlife crisis thing we talked about before because I'm not doing that. Well, I didn't you accuse what, you, you. But you know what I mean? It's like people start realizing like, life should be fun and not having fun. So they go try to get it all in at one time because I know I'm doing a lot you're more. You're not going to
0: find it at the strip club. No. That's not fun. That's a distraction.
2: Yeah.
0: It's a good distraction unless you're at the Claremont. Bounty but by it's, it's, it's a yeah. <laughs> uh, peach. The pod. hose <laughs> and the
2: bullet holes. Um, but. <laughs>
0: But that's the thing is, is the, again, the misconception for me, or, and I guess it still goes back to expectation. I expected just to get out and everybody had their shit together. Everybody worked hard. And the more I talk to people, the more I realize that it's all just, again, smoke and mirrors. It's fake.
1: Well, and I Nobody, think what you guys are saying about fun is the part that's missing. Is that when we're when we were kids we were like oh well you don't see adults having fun normally well I mean for me like we did family vacation sometimes so like that would those are those moments of fun
0: moments of levity
1: but right. when you prepare yourself for adulthood you totally forgot about having fun and I think that's where the midlife crisis comes from because you're like oh that was a thing I used to do that let me let me try to duplicate I, I don't that know feeling. that it's a,
0: a- like cognitive, or or you you did it on purpose. You built the fun out of your life. Yeah, I think it's the the pressure of things actually. This
2: you've got to do what you were talking. About. I got a job. I got to pay my bills. I got to pay my bills because I got a job. I got to keep doing this, and eventually that just goes away.
0: Right, the responsibilities that are dropped on you, or self imposed, or whatever, however you want to call yeah. it, that takes the fun out of it.
1: When everybody can put their own weight on their shoulders from those responsibilities.
0: If I had to put two things that really blew me away based on what I felt as a kid from what I see now is the lack of fun that people have and the lack of freedom. I mean, because they just, it just, there's, again, my idea was adulthood is freedom. Because yeah. you're an adult. You can do whatever you want, man. You don't want to, you don't answer to anybody. But you answer, the odd part is, you answer to everybody.
2: Well, on that same kind of note, dealing with relationships is in people, not necessarily dating relationships, right, just right. friends. You're like, oh, we'll be friends forever. You realize as you get older, those whether responsibilities take them away, lose interest kicking away. And it's like I learned now, it's like my friends – that I used to have fun with we're all married with kids, and we can't just go get in the car and kick off. And that's how me and Brian become friends because we have a similar lifestyle. We're both, you know, bachelors with no, you know, a lot of responsibilities. And then, you know, guys, my age, and your friends your are as you're all probably married and doing kids and that kind no, of lifestyle no they're stuff. not
0: doing kids. <laughs> 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 Let's be clear. to clarify, <laughs> I am not friends with anyone that is doing kids. I am friends with people who have children, but they are not, they are theirs. They produced them. They make they don't, the children. But they don't do kids. That's just like, I don't want to open any weird doors. They said they were doing kids. Maybe he knows Hillary and the pedophile ring.
2: No, we don't. On next week's podcast. Although they might
0: be like, how'd Corey die? Hillary found out that <laughs> Hillary had him killed because he, he mentioned the doing kids.
2: But that's a misconception, too, about friends, your friendships. Right. just only go away. And it's like, even the friends that I knew back then, especially now with Facebook and everything, I've seen my friends from high school and I'm like, I don't have anything in common anymore. I mean, it's good seeing you. I do not. And that's like, we. But we I don't associate
0: with a lot of people from the Army high school, any of that. Why? Because I choose not to. They annoyed me then. Why? And I feel smarter now than I was then. And less tolerant of stupidity. So it is clearly not going to work 30 years. Because I just had, we just had our 30th anniversary (laughs) getting out of high school. The moment Brian was born. uh,
1: (laughs)
2: Wow. Wow. You could be his dad.
0: Is that how
1: that works?
0: Could I really be young young santa's dad is that that the thing like i feel like if if he was my boy he'd have better eyesight probably wouldn't have that thick a beard at that age and would be taller (laughs) and and hopefully better looking um but so that's that's the thing again is everything about being an adult is is (laughs) crazy So, this is when we need a camera. Because Corey, Corey is, beat
2: just, this, well, is beat red. I just had this And Brian
0: is beat red.
2: I just had this vision as you <laughs> as his dad.
0: It puts the oh. lotion on the skin. No. Dude, wow. that thing with the dogs coming my- off creepy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. And you know, who cares if anybody else laughs? I had a good time. <laughs>
1: You didn't even have to pay for this, it. This
2: is a Corey Laugh show.
1: Yeah. So,
0: I mean, again, like I said, it just, I want, when he, we talked about this earlier, obviously, because we give Brian the, the, you know, hat of concepts or topics or whatever. And it was just, this was one that was kind of, I, maybe you call it personal to me or whatever, because I feel like a lot of people are walking around in life down on themselves because they think everybody else has their shit together and they don't and what that person that's down on themselves about needs to realize is it's okay. Nobody oh, yeah. else nobody else knows what's going on either, man. If they did? Okay, this is this is the if you want to know how bad adults don't know what the hell's going on, have the news say it's going to snow and see people at the damn grocery store. <laughs>
1: Buying bacon. buying
0: milk sandwiches, right? Buying milk and bread, like, dude, you know it's going to be gone First in four of,
1: days, right? I still can't figure out what I'm supposed to do with the milk and the bread because you you can't, know, there's no cheese, there's no deli meats, like,
2: yeah, there's no cereal,
0: right? Like, how did? But that's what I'm saying. There are indicators if you look at life and and activities that go on around you. It's easy to understand that adult. Being an adult is not anything like it you're told it should be, or you expected it to be. It's just well, it's what every, you observe. Every single, and I and I tell my daughter this all the time, and I tell this to people that are our age and in Brian's age, and mainly because people your age haven't got to the mentality that we have. And it's just because I hope not too.
2: Right. It's just a life experience. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: Right. You just you get yeah, beat but, up enough, you're like, oh, okay, this is just you, how don't, you, is.
2: you don't sit there at night with a box of razors going to Go down the street, or I only need one razor. I don't need the
1: whole box. <laughs> yeah, I can do. It. I can do it in one. I'm not sure. It's called efficiency. Well, I'm pretty sure if What's,
2: you need a whole box of razors
0: to kill yourself, <laughs> you're pretty incompetent.
2: What was that, George? <laughs> George Carlin talking about trying to get the razors out, but the, the, the sticker won't come on. They no, won't come off. Get it's like little it's paper. All, it's always something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, but the thing that I always say is every single adult and i'm doing air quotes when i say adult because i don't i have yet to meet an adult is every single adult running around is a fifth grader trying to figure out where it all went wrong yesterday we were playing kickball bitching about lunchroom pizza now we have mortgages kids in college for some of us house you know car payments
2: responsibilities high blood pressure and
0: All these responsibilities and and things that are actually oppressing you as a person, and again, just it felt like twenty minutes ago I was in fourth grade listening to another one bites the dust on forty five in freaking science class. That's that's the
1: way it works. Science
2: class, you listen to. I was gonna say we had iPods,
1: (laughs) but whatever. Um, Speaking of corporate (laughs) sellouts. Hey, they were just the first or whatever, I don't know. <laughs> no, I don't they remember. Weren't, but that's fine. They, they were, were the popular one. But cool. that's
0: the thing is, and it's funny cuz I, I I deal with a lot of alleged adults in my profession, my day job if you if you will. And some are lawyers, and some are doctors, and some some are yoga teachers. Some there is from every facet of life, and the commonality is if you really and I and I have these conversations with people because before we do a long term project with someone, I want to know what it's all about and what that person's like and can we work together.
2: It Sounds like a, you're dating them and you're gonna get married. It
0: is completely like dating someone. It is the craziest thing. It's somewhere between a job interview and
2: you take them to the movies tr- and go. Are on we hands? trying to
0: hook up? That is the <laughs> weirdest thing.
2: Look, I know we're gonna build a house, but we need to go see a movie and go get yogurt afterwards.
0: Yeah. How do you like your popcorn? <laughs> That's that's the deciding factor. First First of all, I prefer ice cream (laughs) on the tank, but
2: it's (laughs) it taint the front, it taint the back.
0: But the thing is, is when we have these conversations, I can usually boil them down and get them to admit that most of their life they've been faking it. And all they've been trying to do—it is... God, it sounds like all my dates—faking and right. <laughs> then there goes the no high fives. I mean, come on, man. They—they they were like, dude, I gave you the fake in the bed. You're not getting it in the high five.
2: That's why so, I write them checks. So, <laughs> so that, that way they'll bounce afterwards. So. Damn, <laughs>
0: So, but that's what it, you can get people. If you have that conversation with most adults, I don't care what, how educated they are, or how high in the professional world they are, you can get them to finally admit, "I'm faking it."
2: Sure, if you hold them down and put a knife to their throat.
0: At your weight loss rate, you're not going to be able to hold anybody down. You're probably going to take a ass whooping pretty soon, <laughs> and it won't even be from me. It'll just be from somebody you, you were trying, you were used to like belly.
2: Oh, I, know. I know. a lot of women that can pay good money to do that for me.
1: But, like I said, I he's thinking just... so deep on that one too.
2: Yeah, Samantha would probably do it. Look, at it. you can
0: smell the smoke now. Like Corey's brain is about to go in, we... like the fan shut off in the CPU, and you can smell it overheating. Like, stop, stop, unplug it before there's a fire. But that's. But again, like I said, I just I just want people to know, it's okay. Really, honestly, it's okay to not know because nobody knows. It's
2: not your
1: fault. Right. It's not your fault. It's your parents' fault. No,
2: it's not your fault.
1: Well, nothing's my which, fault. Okay, you're saying it's not his fault or maybe I don't know. I don't know which one you're looking at. <laughs> I'm pretty sure his. The question I'm, I'm trying, the trying, the to, fig- I'm trying to figure out is what thing are we talking about, the first thing or the second thing? <laughs> because you can't to... just say it's not my fault and not tell me which thing <laughs> all I did. Of oh, <laughs> all of it? <them? laughs>
2: See, we're already broken, Brian. So you still have like a good another twenty years before you have to. Well, and see, and that's where Brian comes
0: in. The reason Brian's here is we still are hoping that he's the one that knows. He's like our Neo. Like he's gonna be the all-knowing, like super, you know, smart. We're gonna groom him. To run the world is, yeah. our, is our plan. About, about God t-
2: help you. He'll just start being our dope dealer after a while. See, at this point, here we go. Just smoke this. This is, this is what life is about. At
0: this It'll point, illegal.
1: At
2: that point, <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. I think at this point we're like Pinky and the Brain, and I'm not sure why Corey's here. But um,
2: <laughs> somebody's got me in the cage. And, and I'm Brain,
0: and I've got like a short time to live, and I'm trying no, to bring Pinky's brain. No, his name. When you spell it right. His wrong? name's <laughs> Young Santa, doesn't even have a B in it.
2: <laughs> Beyond is silent. It,
0: but again, I just, I feel like it's all just smoke and mirrors. So, I mean, and, and it's funny. I mean, what? Okay, so we asked Corey his opinion of what he thought it was going to be, and we got zero. And then <laughs> I tried to explain it for me, and all we got was this rambling. Crap that we normally well, get, well, but what our, is? Our I mean, are, is always different. So, so Brian is clearly way behind us in intellect and age. Oh. But, <laughs> you know, but
1: okay. So, Brian, High when you were, did
0: you ever have those moments when you were in school as a kid, thinking that once I become an adult, it's going to be freedom? That it meant freedom? Oh,
1: totally. I mean, when I was little, I thought to
0: clarify, still little physically. Yeah, I'm still a little. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't really like that term when you're talking about being younger, but that's yeah. cool. I'll let you get away it's with it. It's a generational thing, I guess, yeah.
1: or maybe it's a little people thing. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> for me, I I thought you know it was going to be you know the freedom, but not just the freedom where you you get that one really good job and you stick with it because. Yeah. You know, now that I'm out and I've been working for the past 10 six years, months. <laughs> six months, it's all a blur, um, that people job, they're bouncing jobs every two to three years. That's like normal, apparently.
0: And, that, and that for me, I had really, trouble
1: wrapping my head around that's that. That's something
0: I think that started more in the 90s because uh-huh. I remember in the 90s when I was working, I used to work in a motorcycle shop. And my dad used to look at me, and again, it goes back to that whole expectation of adulthood and all that crap. When are you going to get a real job? Well, even, even my a,
1: parents have said that to me, which I thought was interesting as, as you know, somebody that – I mean, I'm a videographer. There's a lot of videographers out there now. But when I first started working in television, got you know, my first job, my dad said, well, how are you going to make money doing this? I'm like, well – that's the envelope that comes in the mail, or I bring it home every Friday, and it—you know—I take it to the bank. I'm making money because there's
0: somebody that was crazy enough to hire me and pay me to do yeah, the job. and he that didn't I think
1: it was sustainable, and now mm-hmm. I now have a staff job shooting video. All right, here's
0: the irony: you had a job in television as a videographer, and he had been watching TV for how many years? But he didn't think
1: that was a job. That, exactly, I mean, yeah. that not and I mean, it never clicked for me. We don't, I
0: mean, the, the, this man had how many TVs in the house?
1: I don't want to count them. <laughs> and, and right. We had a couple. Okay, yeah, so, we had, we had right, so three. how old is your dad? He's 63. Okay, so he's
0: significantly older than me. I was yeah. thinking he was not much older no. than me. He's a
1: contractor too, isn't he? He was okay. back in the 90s. So
0: he he knows before cable TV. Oh yeah, he knows airwaves. When we had two dials, mm-hmm. UHF VHF, which now is, uh, you know, it's funny as when I went in the army and then we had, I worked on helicopters. We had VHF and UHF, and I was like, so I can watch cartoons.
1: And they were <laughs> like, no, that's
0: just for the radio, sir. That's a, it's a form of transmission. <laughs> just for talking to I people. was like, oh, okay. I'm used to watching Gilligan's Island on UHF, so I'm a little thrown here. <laughs> but, but so he grew up without cable TV, moved into cable TV, which. Blew up the world. Oh, yeah. And then went from one HBO to HBO Cinemax, HBO Cinemax Showtime to 500, 600 channels. And then here you are working in that realm. And then he questions the future of it. Yeah. Like being a videographer in this moment in time, there's never been the level of opportunities that your profession has
1: ever. No, especially think of the, the Internet
0: irony too. that this man. Yeah,
2: but that, I think that comes with all the arts because even now,
1: videography is an art. Well, it can be for some people. Yeah, or you know that. That's <laughs> I mean, for me, I there's <laughs> a valley the, uh,
0: in California that there's a certain industry that the videographer would probably be considered. To well, be you art. know.
2: I don't mean artiste, but like in the know, arts, in the just, media arts. Oh, you know. my
0: God. You get offended. But you make so much fun of so much crap. And then I talk about this videography and art.
2: Don't make Brian
0: cry. That's sort of God, man. I, I heard your tampon adjust itself when, when I said that. Because you got all like, like butt hurt instantly. Don't,
2: don't make me cry. Cry.
0: I'm no. going to take, take your bowl of peanut no, butter but I, and syrup away.
2: What I was going—I was going to add to—is I'm getting that now. Even talking about trying to go back into working for myself, doing the art stuff. Even people are like, "How are you going to make a living doing that?" Well, there's ways to make a living doing it, but what? The, the the problem is this right here: people don't understand you got to take a risk to make that happen.
0: No, they understand it,
2: or they're not willing. They're to They're afraid the risk.
0: of yes. the risk, and they don't comprehend the payoff at the end of the risk. But
2: every time I have that conversation with people, people they're,
0: they're so consumed by the the failure. And it and it really comes down and I've always been like we were talking about at dinner, super cocky and confident and never afraid to try anything. And it I don't know that I learned that. I think I was born with that kind of programming. And then the way I, I grew up enhanced that mentality. But I think a lot of people grew up oppressed. Yeah. Beth did. Beth that's very smart. She can she can learn pretty much anything instantly by reading, but she lacks the confidence to have the follow through to do it. And it's because of the environment she grew up with, and they told her everything's bad, everything will kill you, you shouldn't do this. And again, I mean it it, it screwed up her being an adult.
2: It's safer not to try.
1: Right. So well, because you you're comfortable where it's safe. Yeah. And right. so, risk I mean, it's, is scary. So,
0: like back, to what I mentioned before we talked about Brian's dad not understanding that there's a billion
2: it's not your fault. things
0: that a videographer <laughs> can do that I are still leg- don't know what I did. legitimate and get a paycheck is my dad would say, he's like, when are you going to get a real job? Because I wasn't being an adult by having a job at a motorcycle shop. I made as much or more money than he did. He had no idea how much money I made. And I was. I was making more money than he was making at a job he had been at for 25 years. And finally, one day I got annoyed with him. I said, I tell you what, you write down a description of a real job, I'll go get it. And he never did. I was like, okay, who's the adult now? I set parameters for you. You can't follow through. But yet you're the adult. And what's funny is is he's come full circle. And now when we talk about things, because I've proven myself, I've been self-employed again this last time for 18 years and he's like you know what you got a great kid you've got a great relationship with your wife you've never had to hit me up for anything I was wrong I mean oddly enough which is funny so talking about expectations of growing up he called me not long ago and I answered the phone on Bluetooth on the on the radio through the car
1: Cause we and, have, we have hands free, so yeah, the, this is pre hands free, baby. Oh. I love some
0: Bluetooth, baby. It's a I get this had a stick shift too, so you gotta. Uh. Have, so, Bet's in the car with That's me.
1: That's a millennial
2: anti theft device. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I, I didn't know what that was, so <laughs> I, mean, I answered the phone
0: and he's like, he in his standard thing. Hey, boy, what are you doing? And I said, driving. And he goes, well, I need some help. I said, you know what's disappointing. <laughs> And I just led right into it. And Beth's just in the passenger seat cringing. I said, to grow up and find out that the people you used to respect are idiots. And without missing a beat. And I give him props because he didn't miss a beat. He goes, well, I may fit that description, but I need your help.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And 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 that's the appropriate old people response. You can't miss a beat. You should be (laughs) like, but I need your help.
0: (laughs) Right, and that's the funny part because I used to think my dad is naturally, like I'm naturally mechanically inclined, and I don't know, and I say naturally, but I grew up around my grandfather, or not grew up, I was around him until he died when I was four, and I spent every moment I could in the shop with him, under a car, doing something, even if it was just watching, because he was the single most important person (laughs) in my life. And I remember looking at my dad and my dad made a, a a system to pull a boat out of the water on this homemade railroad track using a washing machine motor, a 10 to one drive reduction system, a Volkswagen flywheel and axle and a in the washing machine timer. And I thought, man, you know, that takes some basic ingenuity to be able to engineer that with Thirty-five dollars worth of parts, and it worked. It, like, I can't it remember
1: up. what I did last week. I can't remember <laughs> when he was five. I mean, no, no, no. You're this building was, guitars now. What are you talking about?
0: <laughs> and, and I thought, man, I had so much respect for him. And then the older I get, the more I realize, like he has, he has some abilities, but fundamentally, I don't, I don't approve of his actions. Like an adult, like I feel like all of a sudden he's the child, I'm the adult, and I'm. I'm judgmental about the things he does in his life. So, it, it, again, that it's just weird. I never thought as a kid that I was grow up and that would be the dynamic of our relationship. I just always thought that dad would always be the omnipotent, all-knowing, like yeah. go-to kind of person this, right, because that's yeah. the role he played when I was a kid. And now I'm his go-to guy. And it's just so, again, a lot of the things you thought – as a child that when you grew up it's completely wrong and i mean and it's it goes there's some other topics that we'll cover that'll kind of tie back to this but ultimately that's the biggest thing is is it's just a joke completely a joke wow well, so <laughs> Is there anything that I mean? Did you feel like you covered your little? Part? Yeah,
1: I mean, I could throw in some hashtags because I feel like I'm obligated to
2: hash browns. Hash.
1: You know what's funny? <laughs> we want hash browns, is, is, and this is why
0: we need cameras. Is and we will be getting those sometime in the near future. Is Brian is saying I need some hashtags, and he almost went Wu Tang with some fucking <laughs> like gang signs when he's saying hashtags. And at that point, I'm like. My conception of hashtags is it was an internet thing. I thought he's going to throw gang signs. I may be completely wrong how hashtags work. Oh,
1: I don't. I st- I'm still trying to figure them out. Hashtags I just felt the like they're. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag. Those weekend. are air quotes.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, ultimately, like I said, the big, if there is a takeaway from this, if you're an adult. Brian, you're,
2: you're going to be fucked when you turn 40. Who said I'm
1: doing that? God, that's when he's losing his virginity?
0: (laughs) Jesus Christ. There's a whole movie about it. (laughs) I didn't realize there was an instruction manual. (laughs) Does
1: does
0: that mean Circuit City's going to open back up we're going to get jobs? Dude, all I want to say is blowing up when they're playing Star Wars with the uh, fluorescent light bulbs. Oh, I yeah. recall doing that in the street in front of our house after Star Wars came out, and little did I know they were filled with mercury, and that's why I only <laughs> have two good active brain cells now. But, but in I mean, again, if there is a takeaway, if we're you know for anyone that's listening to this that's taking it the least bit serious for some reason.
2: <laughs> <it's>,
0: <laughs> And that's the point. It's not serious. It's not. It really is. Life is not that serious. The one
2: thing I've learned is that you have to laugh at everything or you'll just be pissed off.
0: So this is my motto or my goal in life or whatever you want to call it. I want to be the most immature, responsible person I can be. And all that means is, is take care of the stuff you're supposed to take care of, your kid, your relationships, your bills. But be a kid. At every single moment, you can be a kid because just because you stress out about the moment doesn't change the outcome. Focus on the task at hand, whatever it is, but try to go at it in a, that tree. In, a, in a lighthearted manner so that you don't want to hang yourself or you feel like a failure when, every honestly, everybody's a failure.
2: Climb the tree, slide the slide. Except for the metal ones, that will burn your ass going down them. Especially in the summertime. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh-huh. exactly. <laughs> a twice. Huh? Exactly. Climate
1: what? Huh? Anyway, so anyway, I feel it...
0: like that was a moment where it's like, okay, I'm ready for this to be over. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's one of I th- those I can't even. I think even... my sugar rush yeah. is
2: over. I think it's time for us to lick the spoons and get out of here. Uh, you guys go check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash peanut butter and syrup.
0: Peanut butter and syrup.
2: And then uh, we'll have all the, um, you can find the podcast on there. You can go and find uh, when the Roots can be performing. You
0: can follow me on the Root of Funny uh, on Facebook. Uh, you can also follow our sponsor, Shirts for Assholes, <laughs> on shirtsforassholes.com or on Facebook. Um, and we will share all the information on our Facebook page about sponsors and other activities that uh, Corey and I have going on. And then uh, apparently Brian's going to have to pick up some sort of weird habit and start a Facebook page for it so that we can put it on there too. Oh,
1: shit. (laughs) No,
0: not that. There's already a weird site for that. It's
1: ratemypoo.com.
2: On that note, we need to go home. We'll see you guys later. Later.